Welcome to Small Business Minutes. We will learn to survive, adapt, and thrive. Welcome, everyone. Uh, I'm Fran Molinari. I'm the host of Small Business Minutes. And uh, today's episode is going to be on what we think is a really timely topic, uh, is what's referred to as the advanced child tax credit. Joining me today is Rachel Longacre, a partner with Molinari Oswald, to discuss the credit and its uh, how it compares to uh, the prior year. Uh, 2020 credits, because there is a difference. And of course, you may have received a letter uh, explaining some of these things to you. And more than likely, the payments, any advanced payments that's uh, would be automatic. So I believe they've already started or will start. Is that correct, Rachel? That's correct. I believe the first payment is scheduled to go out on the 15th of July. Um, so by the time you're listening to this podcast, you likely will have received that first payment if you were eligible. Okay. So um, there you go. So Rachel, just discuss in general the child credit as it's been f- for 2020 and prior, how it works, uh, how it impacts um, someone's tax return. Sure. So for the last um, couple years, including 2020, the child tax credit has been worth $2,000 per child, um, you know, given there's income limitations on that, but $2,000 per child up to the age of 17. Um, So you were able to receive that credit when you filed your tax return, um, provided your income was uh, below certain thresholds. Um, Those thresholds were approximately $400,000 if you were filing a married joint return. Uh, 200000 for other filers. So as your income exceeded those thresholds, that $2,000 did uh, phase out gradually. Uh, but that was kind of the, you know, the gist of, of the credit. So $2,000 per child up to the age of 17, and you would collect that on your tax return when you filed. So when, when we were preparing returns for clients, many times those credits were factored into uh, their tax overall tax situation. That is that they could reduce their withholding if they chose to, because the credits were available to reduce their tax liability, or they could not do that and use that as uh, uh, a refund, a windfall for that's planned for whatever um, vacation fund, whatever someone would think about um, those refund those refundable amounts. Um, However, in 2021, uh, there's been a big change uh, in those credits. Uh, what changed? Yeah, so those credits have have increased significantly. Um, you know, the there's there's two different uh, credits depending on the age of your child. So the first uh, credit is thirty six hundred dollars for children under the age of six. So an increase uh, from two thousand to thirty six hundred. Um, if your child is over the age of six, the child tax credit is worth $3,000, so an increase of $1,000 over the prior year. Um, so that's one of the first changes is that these credits are worth more. However, there are, as we mentioned before, income phase-out thresholds with those. 
Um, so those that will be receiving the full amounts of those credits uh, would be returns that married filing jointly. If your income is $150,000 or less, you would be entitled to that full credit, the $3,600 or the $3,000, depending on the age of your child. Once your income starts going above that threshold of $150,000 for a married joint return, $75,000 for a single or separate filing, um, that extra money would begin to phase out. So the if you have a five-year-old child, that $3,600 would begin to phase out as your income goes above $150,000. But the original $2,000 per child that is similar to last year, the $2,000 piece of that would not begin to phase out until those higher income thresholds that we talked about before. So if you're a married return um, and your income is, say, $200,000, you're above that $150,000 threshold. So that means your child tax credit will likely only be the original $2,000 as it was in prior years. Okay, so... um... Some of this money is going to be coming, as we discussed earlier, some of this money is going to be coming to taxpayers now. Um, so uh, what amount is is going to be coming to a taxpayer? Right. So the, the plan is that the IRS uh, set up a plan to distribute approximately half of your child tax credit in advance. So if based on the most previous return that you filed, um, that's how they're going to know how many children you have and their ages. Um, and you'll get half of your credit up front. So if you are, are you know, scheduled to get a $3,000 child tax credit, maybe you have an eight-year-old child, um, you would get $1,500 of that in advance in monthly installments from July through December. So that, that half of that credit will be paid to you in equal installments over the next six months. Okay, so in that scenario, um, someone gets fifteen hundred dollars during twenty twenty one, and now they're going to file their tax return. What what happens in that particular example? So in that example, your remember your total credit is worth three thousand dollars. You received fifteen hundred in advance, fifty percent of that. So now you only have fifteen hundred left as a credit for your tax return. So if you remember in prior years, the credit was worth $2,000 on your tax return. Now you only have 1,500 of the credit left to report on your tax return because you got some in advance. So that difference of $500 on your tax return, that will reduce your refund. Um, and I think that's what a lot of clients are concerned about, that they will be you know, affected when they file their tax return because they're not getting the entire amount of the credit as they did in prior years because some of that money is coming up front. Yes, and there's uh, we've internally discussed a lot of scenarios um, that we'll get to in a second. But you know, if the most recently filed tax return that the IRS has on file, on which they made the decision to send you some of the advanced credit, was 2019. And your income situation drastically changed for 2021. That could certainly affect uh, your uh, the amount of credit that you might have to pay back because your income limits, uh, you know, the thresholds were exceeded, 
and some of that credit would be due back. So there's all kinds of different scenarios, and we'll go into a few of those. But okay, so let's say we've gotten a lot of questions from clients, and of course, some are concerned that I don't want this money because I don't want that surprise happening uh, when I go to file my tax return. And there is a way to opt out of receiving the credit. Talk us through what that looks like. Yeah, so there is a way of, of opting out of receiving this money. Um, there is a portal on the IRS website where you can go to choose to opt out. There are various deadlines to keep in mind of when you can opt out from these payments. So as we mentioned in the past, the payments will be coming monthly. So there are deadlines prior to that next payment release that you would need to meet if you didn't want it, want that monthly payment. So, um, you know, today is July 15th. The July payments have already gone out. So it is too late to opt out, obviously, from the July payment. The next payment will be coming out in August. The deadline to unenroll from that payment and future payments would be August 2nd. So just keep in mind that these are kind of rolling deadline opt-out um, options. So you can opt out at any time and you can opt back in at any time if you choose. Um, so like we said, there is an IRS portal to, to do this. Um, we have found that the portal and the opt-out program is a little overwhelming for some clients. Um, it does go through a series of authentication um, items to verify your identity. Um, you have to answer quite a few questions, upload uh, some documentation, whether that be a driver's license or a passport, um, even take a picture of yourself to make sure that you're matching the documents that you upload. Um, and then there's various different, um, maybe like a text feature that you need to find a six-digit code either by email or by text message to also go through that authentication process. So it is a, a bit time-consuming, um, maybe a bit overwhelming for some clients as well. So if that is not something you want to go through, um, you may just want to receive these payments and set them aside in a bank account and just be prepared to pay them, potentially pay them back if your income situation has changed. Get clarity. Clarity is Molinari Oswald's small and medium-sized business all-inclusive services platform. Business is our business. We want to help you be successful. If the pandemic made anything more clear, it was that businesses had to have up-to-date, accurate information. Those that did were able to make quick decisions, whether that was applying for PPP funds or determining they qualified for other grants and credits. First and foremost, we feel the best way we can help you be successful is to be your bookkeeper. That will ensure records are up-to-date, reconciled, and accurate. Next, we will be your tax compliance department. Payroll, sales, income, and other taxes will be filed timely and accurately. Lastly, we will be your business coach. We will meet with you on a frequency you decide to discuss any and all business questions. We will dissect your financial data and make suggestions. No surprises when it comes to income taxes. We will prepare projections and plan, so April 15th is just another day. All of this is included in one monthly fee. One bill, no surprises. If you're interested, fill out a contact form on our website or call our office at 610-871-6700, and someone will get back to you as soon as possible. 
someone at the firm painfully went through the opt-out program um, to try it so we could explain to clients the, the experience. Uh, and it is fairly daunting. And it is not run by the IRS. It is they outsource this to a company um, who authenticates uh, identification. So uh, it is, um, you could easily give up because it doesn't always work the first time. Uh, again, as Rachel mentioned, you're uploading some sort of ID and then you're taking, uh, quote, a selfie of yourself and it's supposed to match your ID. And if it doesn't, it kicks you back to the beginning. So um, <laughs> we feel like it may just be easier, as she said, to take the money, set it aside if you're not sure, so that uh, there's no surprises when it comes to filing your 2021 um, uh, tax return. Yeah. And the reason we're saying set this money aside is because this is not like the stimulus payments that you may have received earlier this year. So with those stimulus payments, if you got too much, you didn't have to pay it back. Whereas these child tax credits, they do not work like that. So if you got too much, you will have to pay that money back to the IRS. Right. And, and, or your expectations for refunds should be different. And so, um, we just wanted to share a few scenarios where this could end up being uh, that gotcha moment. And if you didn't set the money aside, it's going to be shocking come tax time. So, Rachel, run us through a, f- a few scenarios where this could really be something to be concerned about. Sure. So I think one of the scenarios we mentioned before is that if you have a significant change in income for the year. So if your most recent filed return um, you know, was a year that maybe you either had a down year um, or, or maybe you received a promotion in 2021 and that's why your income is cre- increasing. Um, but that change in income can certainly have an impact on how much of the credit that you're eligible for. So if on your prior year return, you, your income was at a level that showed that you were fully eligible, you received the full credit, now maybe you got a promotion at work and your income has increased significantly, you're no longer eligible for the full credit, that will certainly have an impact on your tax return because you've received more in advance than you should have. Um, so that's that's a pretty you know understandable example. Um, some of the other examples might not be quite as straightforward, but um, let's say uh, a married couple, maybe they make let's say 250,000 per year, right? So they're going to be phased out of that, that extra money that we've been talking about, the, the extra 1,600 or $1,000, depending on the age of your child. Their child tax credit is now only worth 2,000 because they're phased out of that first extra set. They're going to receive half of that upfront. So $1,000 upfront for a child. Now, when they go and file their tax return, they're used to claiming a $2,000 child tax credit as they have done in prior years. Now they've received $1,000 upfront. They only have $1,000 to claim on their tax return. So their refund automatically will either be $1,000 less, or if they're used to paying in money, they're going to owe another $1,000 because they've received half of that credit upfront. Yeah, and it gets it gets not to be scary, but it gets worse if you have three children. And uh, do the math; it's multiplied times three, so it could be uh, 
it could be rather shocking. Uh, so I guess all that to say that uh, if you decide to take the money, it would be wise to set the money aside at this point, um, unless you're absolutely sure that the criteria fits your situation and you know that you won't owe any of the credit back um, or set your expectations that your refund will be less. Either way, um, you want to be prepared. You don't want to be uh, shocked uh, come uh, tax time when you're completing your return. Yeah. Another kind of particular, maybe scary situation would be if you maybe share custody of your child and one year you get to report your son or daughter, and then the next year your spouse gets to report the son or daughter. That's really going to have an impact because you may have received advanced payments because of your prior year return, but you might not be claiming your child this year. And that means that all of that prepayment would would need to go back. Yeah, that um, if that doesn't get your attention, you know, uh, it should. So you definitely want to pay attention to those kinds of nuances to this because it's there are uh, complications that need to be paid attention to so that no one gets stuck or surprised um, with these credits. I mean, the intention of the credits is good, but there are scenarios where it could be a problem. And so part of that is what we're trying to explain to you now. So um, in, in summary, uh, if you are getting the credit, maybe wise to set the money aside just to be sure and safe. Um, I know, Rachel, one other uh, final thought on this from you is uh, it, what is the status of this credit going forward, 2022, 2023? What is there a has, has is this an ongoing thing or what's the status of this? So as of now, the, the changes to the child tax credit are for the 2021 tax year only. Um, I have heard that President Biden has asked for an extension on this to, to go into future years. But as of now, this is, this is a one-time thing. This is for 2021 only. So we will, if we hear more, we will keep you updated and posted um, as far as if this will go into future years. So right now in 2022, the credit amounts will go back to the 2020 amounts, and that would be the 2000 per child uh, with uh, the income phase-out thresholds uh, approximately what they were in the past. Um, any final thoughts? I think, um, you know, just as Brian mentioned, keep in mind that this, um, this money should be likely set aside um, so that you are prepared come to tax filing time. Um, if you do have questions, feel free to reach out to your CPA or preparer, um, and they'll be able to, to walk you through your specific situation, how this will affect you. All right. Well, thank you, Rachel. Uh, again, this is a timely topic for us. We really wanted to get this information out to you. We've gotten a lot of questions already from clients, but uh, we wanted to disseminate this out to the greater client universe and anyone else that's listening. So um, we will put some information in the episode notes, Rachel's contact information, as well as any um, places that we can send you or links that we can send you to for further information on this topic. Um, so thank you for listening. Thank you, Rachel. Remember, we all start small. 
This podcast is sponsored by the accounting firm of Molinari Oswald, located in Centre Valley, PA. Serving small businesses globally. If you love this podcast, please subscribe and tell a friend. Thank you.